Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is the multi-award winning and nominated author, Barbara Ann Wright. Hi, Barbara Ann. Hello, Anita. How's it going? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm okay, surviving the apocalypse like the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, just coming off of uh, PubCon to boot, right? Yes, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you Uh, you did a great job, really. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I enjoy it. Yeah, and that must have been really rough, though. You were moderating the last panel of the day, and you must have been exhausted. I was pretty tired. I kept forgetting what it was I was going to say. Um, but thankfully, <laughs> it seemed like we were all in the same boat. So there was a lot of giggling uh, and nonsense. Yeah. And uh, I like moderating. It makes it means I can talk the most. So, you know, what's wrong with that? You like that, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, everyone was uh, like almost like slap happy silly in that last right. one. Yeah, it Just was great. A little punch- yeah. yeah, it was great. It was good. And the whole day was really wonderful. And that whole concept of going from room to room, just being able to chat with people was interesting. That was. It was pretty cool. It was uh, fun for finding people who got lost. <laughs> oh, no, they were lost people, huh? Uh, several times. I think several people accidentally went to the wrong thing and you have to hunt them down. And uh, that was pretty fun. It was like a scavenger hunt for oh. authors. My God, that's great. I love it. I didn't know that. Uh, so, but that was fun. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for being here today. Um, let's let's talk about some things going on with you. Um, okay. So, do you have a recent <clears throat> release or anything soon to be released? I do. Um, tomorrow, Lady of Stone, the prequel to my fantasy series, The Pyridiste Adventures, uh, is released as the wide release is tomorrow. It was released through the Bold Strokes web store at the beginning of the month, but tomorrow you can get it anywhere. Wow. That's good timing, huh? I think so, yeah. <laughs> and what's uh, tell us a little bit about it. So uh, it's set uh, 200 years before the Pyridiste Adventures, uh, the, which started with the Pyramid Waltz. And it's about a noble woman who has magic, which is not supposed to be a thing that nobles have. And uh, her very grumpy teacher, uh, who resents having to teach a noble who doesn't even want her power in the first place. Oh, wow. Okay. So are those the two protagonists then? They are. It's it's kind of an enemies to lovers with a very much a lot of sarcastic sniping um, and, and staring lustfully at each other. <laughs> okay. Now, what series is this a part of? It's called the Pyridiste Adventures. It's the four-book fantasy series that starts with the Pyramid Waltz, which is the first book I ever wrote. Oh, really? Yeah. Is is that the first book that you ever had published as well? Yes, um, back in 2012. So uh, all these many years later, it was pretty fun to revisit that. Oh, that's so cool. That's great. Yeah, thanks. And so how many books in total do you have published? This will be my 14th. Wow. So yep. that's only eight years. I mean, I'm, I'm not good at math, but I'm thinking that's like eight <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have 14 books in eight years. 
Yeah, I used to be really, really quick. Um, I developed rheumatoid arthritis, though, so that slowed me down quite a bit. Um, but I used to do two a year and uh, look to keep doing that. But now I think one a year is, is a lot more practical. Wow. that That's kicking some butt there, though. Really? I do um, my best. Yeah, that's fantastic. Good for you. Thank you. So um, you have, what is this, the Sisters of Saris? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's a new fantasy trilogy. Um, I just turned in the first book called The Noble and the Nightingale, uh, which will come out next March. Um, it's a trilogy that's centered around three sisters who all fight to keep their country from going to war in different ways uh, while also falling in love. So one is a diplomat, one is a soldier, and one is a mage, a magic user. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So so each, if it's a trilogy, I'm assuming each book, there's going to be a book about each sister. Right. The the noble, the diplomat is, is first. She's the oldest. Then it's the soldier. And then it's the mage. Uh, cool. Yeah. There. A lot of fun with it. Yeah. So, um, and that's due out next, next year. Yeah. The first one comes out next March. Oh, very cool. So, um, do you like writing series? Um, yes and no. I like writing series because it feels like I have room to stretch. Like, uh, I make up all this stuff and it feels good to be able to use it more than once. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, but I like writing standalones too, because it's like, that's it. It's over. And I don't have to worry about these people anymore. You know, like I've, I've sewed them up. I've sewed up their story. They're done. Uh, they can walk into the sunset, but with a series, you have people asking you like, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, and, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so you're a pantser. Uh, for the most part. Yes. With series, it's harder to be a pantser because you've got to be thinking pretty far ahead. Yeah. Um, but I tend to make very loose notes when I start and then I, I pants my way through that. Okay. Um, so do you use uh, a writing platform for that? I know some people will like take notes in a certain writing platform and then pull out like those note cards or um, do you just use like Word or something or? All uh, my notes are handwritten. I like to have them that way so I can have them sitting here beside me while I'm working. Okay. Um, I feel, I, yeah, I feel better doing that than switching from windows. So uh, I've got a lot of journals and things I keep notes in. Um, the problem is then remembering where I put them. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard thing. I totally mm -hmm. get that. Yeah. So, um, is, uh, the Sisters and the Pyramid series, the only series that you have going? Um, or do you have others? Uh, I also have uh, the Godfall series, which I finished uh, last year. Um, it's a four-book series, uh, starting with Paladins of the Storm Lord. It's a sci-fi series set on an alien planet after a group of colonists are knocked off course during an accident, which gives some of the crew extraordinary abilities. And they decide they're going to be gods over everybody else, which, as you can tell from the series title, Godfall, it doesn't go well for them. Um, so that one was a really fun one to write, a multi-POV series in a, in a great big world. Um, and I was actually kind of sad to leave that one behind. But it, maybe if people like it enough, I can revisit it someday like I did with the Pyramid one. Wow. 
That's pretty amazing. So um, are those the three series then that you have going? Any others? No, those are the only series so far. Um, if like one of the standalones was to break out or something, I could always write more books in the same universe. Mm -hmm. Do people ask about your standalones and say, hey, is there going to be a sequel? They do sometimes. Um, a lot of people have asked for different ones. If, is there going to be more written in this in this universe? And um, the truth is, I don't know. You know, if, uh, if, it, if it really is takes off, any one of them takes off, I could. I'd have trouble, like, opening the characters back up because I already finished their story. But I could definitely have different characters in the same world. That must be a great feeling to have people who enjoyed your works so much that they want more of it oh yeah no there's nothing like that it's still hard to believe that if people say things like that that no one has paid them to do so <laughs> you know i i always said it's the greatest compliment if you can make real people feel real feelings for fake people um there's just nothing like that in the world yeah it's it's a true talent for real um yeah and uh and is so is, is sci-fi and the fantasy genre, like, is that pretty much what you stick to? Um, uh, pretty much, yeah. I've dabbled in horror. I've written some short stories. Um, but I, I can't write something unless it contains something weird. I've tried before to write, say, you know, contemporary romance. And I'm always like, this needs, this needs something else. This needs, you know giant robots or something something <laughs> i've got to put it in here and how did you get into that like were you a reader of of sci-fi and fantasy oh yeah um from an early age i liked anything bizarre um books tv movies anything wow so yeah. like star trek are you a trekkie i am big star trek fan um I, I didn't watch the, too much of the old series, but I really got into it when they rebooted it back up. And I've seen, I think, everything since. Wow. See, I'm just yeah. the opposite. I think yeah. I've probably seen all of the old stuff and none of the new stuff. But I'd like to. Um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Tig Notaro, I think. Isn't she on it? Do you know? She's the comedian. Oh. Oh, um, I'm not sure. For some reason, I think that she uh, had a role in, in some of the latest Star Treks. It, it could possibly be. I'm not big on like who the actors are. Uh, okay. um, I, I don't know that very much unless you're talking like the stuff from the early 90s. I know who most of those people were, but any of the newer stuff who the actual actors are, no idea. Yeah, I think this is more recent. So... Um, yeah. Um, so I'll have to check out some of the newer stuff. I just really never have, but I totally love the old stuff. Mm. Um, so, so where do your ideas come from then? Like this sci-fi whole fantasy world, is this going on in your head all the time or, um, where, where does it, where does it all come from? I think so. I think, I think I, I like to imagine things, you know, that, that aren't real, you know, that would really spice up life if we had magic or this, something like that. I always think that's cool. Um, I get little little ideas from all kinds of different places that sit there and germinate in my head. Um, when, I, when I was out for a walk one day many, many years ago, I saw a little piece of sign 
left in a field like a broken sign, mm-hmm. left from something. I have no idea what. But the only thing that was left on it was um, the words very sharp teeth. <laughs> and that sat in my head for a long time until it became the, the aliens from the Godfall series were kind of built around that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I like that. Huh. That's a, that's an odd sign to find, too. Yeah, I don't know. It was very old, and it was broken, and that was all that was left. So do your stories ever mimic uh, kind of what's happening out in uh, the real world? Um, I don't think they consciously do. I mean, I think anything that's written is influenced by the world at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember taking literature classes about that sort of thing in college where you put together a snapshot of a time period based on the literature written then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that if someone looks at this stuff years and years and years from now, they might be able to see something. I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my books have like hopeful endings. Uh, hope that good things are coming. We're all going to be happy. And that's how I try to see life. And I think that works its way in there. Definitely. Okay. So, so no dra- tragic endings then. I, I don't like tragic endings, you know. I um I think we see enough of that every day. So I'm like, no, let's be let's have a happy ending. Yeah, I am so with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so um so tell uh tell us about you were named the Book Riots one hundred must read sci fi fantasy novels by a female author. Mm-hmm. What well, what is that about and what book was that? So that was a, uh, a, a fan generated list. So fantasy fans book riot put out a call and said, what's what, what are the hundred top uh, fantasy novels? And then I guess people voted. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I, I thought so too. So the, the pyramid waltz made it in there. Um, and I was very, very flattered, especially cause so that was just from like normal folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there were some some giants in there. So I don't I don't was like, you know, little old me. I was very happy about that and very grateful to the people who voted for me. Wow, that's really fantastic. That's quite an honor. Yeah, I think so too. I was I was like, I don't know if I could share this because I don't know if I deserve to be up there with with all of these ladies. Well, obviously you do because <laughs> you're just you know knocking them out of the ballpark with these great fantasy books. I, I hope so. I, I really hope people will continue to enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. So, um, what what is an attribute? So this is a tough question, I think. What's an attribute that you possess that lends to being an award winning author? Um, I would have to say it is dogged determination. Um, just one foot in front of the other. Uh, that's what I tell people who are starting out writing. Just keep going. Write, revise, write some more. Once you've written a thing, send it someplace. Uh, if you send it enough places like contests, you could be a winner too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So is that what you did? You just just kept at it? Yes. Keep plugging away at it. I think I started trying to write for publication in... 2003 um i won a contest in college well i I got second place i'd say i'm a winner anyway i got second place um but then just just to keep on going you know keep writing keep changing keep evolving 
And and I have to agree, you are a winner, Barbara Ann. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. And and was your um I just want to step back a second. Was your college degree, is that what you study, um, English and writing? Yes, I have a degree in literature, uh, English literature. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so is that part of your day job or is, or is this your day job? Is this your full-time gig? Uh, no, um, I am also an editor. Uh, that's probably more of my full-time gig. I try to write on my own projects every single day. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I do editing for other people. So freelance uh, book editing, and then I also edit for Bold Strokes books. Okay, great. So how does that work then? Do you, like, I'm thinking that might be confusing. Like I can, I can juggle maybe three books at a time. Like if I have an mm -hmm. audio book going and maybe a couple that I'm reading, um, as long as they're a little different, um, mm -hmm. is that is that hard to keep everything kind of straight and narrow? If you know you're you're writing one, you're maybe editing something on your freelance gig, and then maybe you're editing a couple for Bold Strokes. Is that hard to keep them separated? Um, sometimes yes, but I think like writing and editing are different parts of the brain. Um, so writing my stuff from scratch, I try not to edit as I write. Um, so then I can save that part for when I have to edit uh, a novel. Most of the books that I edit for Bold Strokes aren't sci-fi or fantasy, so that's, that's easier. And then, uh, most of my freelance gigs are like, I edit a lot of marketing copy. Um, I, I occasionally get a book, but mostly I do like marketing copy, websites, blogs. That's very easy to keep separate because a lot of it is really, really boring. Um, <laughs> it, it really is. And, or, you know, or sometimes uh, I think one time I had to edit a textbook and that was, oh. was very, yeah, just as fun as it sounds. Um, so I don't, I don't think I get them mixed up very often. I try to be aware too to make sure that nothing that I'm writing looks like anything that I'm editing because I don't want to unconsciously steal from yeah. anyone. Uh, but usually it's easier to keep it safe because I'm, or keep it separate because I'm not editing the things that I'm writing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to handle it. Yeah. Um, cool. I did not know that you were editing for Bold Strokes either. Your, um, that's your publishing house, right? Yes. Okay. That's great. So, um, have you always published with Bold Strokes? Uh, yes. All my books have been published with Bold Strokes. I've got some short stories at a few other places, but. Um, all my books are there. I, I plan to just keep sending there because I'm going to write sarcastic lesbians forever. Um, and they <laughs> seem to enjoy them there. So. I could see that. So, yeah. <laughs> so you said that you wrote um, a, a short story, a horror short story. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't seem like it would be Bold Strokes gig. So is that published <laughs> with someone else? <laughs> Yeah, well, Bold Strokes doesn't publish short stories except for in anthologies. So this one, yeah, I published that years ago uh, with a magazine, I think, that has gone under. It called Crossed Genres. Wow. Um, so that was my, my little foray into horror. Okay. So just the one time and not again? Oh, I had another short story published with them, but it wasn't, it wasn't horror. I think it was uh, like a near-future sci-fi. Oh, cool. um, 
but beyond that, I've written some horror, other horror stuff, but I haven't published anything. Okay. Um, I always wonder, like, like I think of Stephen King as like the horror king. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always wonder what goes on in his head. I think it's the same as what I was talking about. You, you know, you can't go through life without making it a little weird. Maybe his is he can't make he has to make things a little weird that try to kill him. So I mean, if he's like go that one extra step, not only is it weird, but it's murderous. So (laughs) maybe that's where his head's at. (laughs) Uh, So um, let me get back to the question I asked you about um, an attribute that that makes you an award-winning author what do you mm-hmm. think um what's one thing that you actually struggle with uh i think planning um i have a hard time well i try to plan things out i've got calendars i've got all this stuff but um just if you combine like sometimes how hard it is to write to to make myself write uh, the, and combine that with my health problems. I'm sometimes I miss deadlines and things like that. I have to hurry to catch up. Um, I try to do the best I can. I apologize profusely to the writers that I edit because I say it'll be there on the 11th that it doesn't get there quite on the 11th. So far, um, I haven't managed to, to screw anything up royally. Um, but sometimes I do have to, to rush to catch up on the days where, where I feel really good to make up for the ones where I feel really bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's tough when you're, you know, not feeling well and you have a deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no one you can pawn it off on. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> so, um, and I'm sure that it's not as bad as you think it is, or you wouldn't be, con- you know, they wouldn't say, Hey, can, keep you on as an editor like you must be doing something right right i i think so too and usually when i look at it and i think oh god i'm so late i'm so late and then i hurry up and get it finished and it was only like three days late yeah where in my mind it's been like two months yeah yep Um, yeah we always tend to blow up those things right yeah yeah so so um what is one thing that uh you'd like to do in life that you just haven't tackled yet so um uh combining with the whole things that i struggle with i think it's really difficult for me to think long term like that um with the chronic pain condition the um, it's hard to think beyond the near future uh you know Mm -hmm. um because when um when pain pain is bad it's hard to anything else And when it's tolerable, I try to enjoy the moment. So I just kind of end up tackling things as they fall in my lap. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to learn how to play the piano, I think, someday. But since the piano hasn't fallen in my lap, uh, it's difficult to think about it, let alone plan for it. That would be painful, too. Yeah, I don't want that to happen, (laughs) no. So I just want something, though. That's kind of the thing that you say, you know, I always wish that I had. I think play the piano is, is there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was one thing during uh, this whole pandemic and quarantine. I um, I used to play the guitar as a kid. And, you know, I decided I'm going to learn how to play the guitar again. I'm going to pick it up. I haven't touched it. 
<laughs> Maybe if it falls on you, you will. Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't be as painful as a piano, though. No. So, no. so yeah, so it sounds like you really take it one day at a time, like not just figuratively, but literally that is what you have to do. Right. Yeah. I try to plan all that I can and then uh, try to also put some days in there because I know I'm going to, I'm going to miss things or I'm going to screw things up. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's good planning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. That's plan, awesome. Plan for a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, let's see. Coming out tomorrow is Lady of Stone. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yes. And then um, coming out in, I think you said March, was it? Yeah. Okay. Is um, the first of the sisters of, is it Saris? Saris. Saris. Okay. This yeah, is... the, the Noble and the Nightingale. That's the first book in that series. Ah, okay. The Noble and the Nightingale. Huh. Mm -hmm. That sounds cool. Yeah. Is it? Is that a singer? She is. Yeah. It's a, my my noble woman in that is a she's a diplomat, and then there's a a singer, street performer, um, whom the noble woman sees every day on her way to work, and they strike up a friendship. Um, but the noble woman doesn't know that the singer is actually an ex spy. She used to be a spy for the uh, for the kingdom that the the kingdom of Saras is uh, in contention with. Oh. So being that one's a diplomat and one's an ex-spy, it gets kind of kind of complicated. Yeah, I, I'm envisioning that. Wow, that's a that's a good plot line. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, um, I'm not I'm not a big uh, fantasy or sci-fi reader, but you know, it sounds like a nice romance. Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed that part of it too because there's a whole like what all can we tell each other kind of thing while also looking at each other lustfully you know <laughs> those whole secrets and lies thing yeah yeah that's great all right well we look forward to that one. Oh, thanks um so do you like to hear from your readers barbara ann i uh, very much so i i think that's great fun talking to people um i like to talk to people about anything really i enjoy making new friends so if anyone ever wants to drop me a line that's cool um it's hard to tell sometimes on things like uh, social media who are people who actually want to talk to you and who are uh, robots, you know, trolling for votes or trying to get you to visit sites or whatever. Sometimes that's a little difficult. So yeah. if people get a hold of me and I'm a little cagey in the beginning, I'm trying to figure out whether they're a real person or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah <clears throat> there's a lot of that going on right now, too. There is a whole lot. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's weird, especially on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, the Instagram, the uh, Facebook, a lot of them that are just like, hey there, and you say hi, and they say, hey, you can cure belly fat with this one weird tip, or are you going to vote for so-and-so, <laughs> you yeah. know, or send me uh, $1,000 and I'll come visit you from wherever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. So, and I guess there are people who fall for that, but hopefully none of our listeners do. No, I hope I hope they don't either. Um, I got a funny one 
the other day that was um, just somebody that said hello, and I said hello, and their next was their next line was, "Do you enjoy spanking?" <laughs> And I just had to say, no, thanks. Talk to you later. And then I blocked them. Ta-ta for now. That's a great conversation opener, that is. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's like uh, face-slapping stuff in the bar, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really. It's just all of a sudden, you're just going to hit the gas just like that, I guess. Oh, well, at least you you got it right up front and knew what it was, right? That's true. I guess I guess that they can say they have that going for them, that they are up front with what they like. And who knows if when I said no, they might have said, OK, bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't give them a chance. I just said no and, and then hit the block because we don't really have anything to talk about after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so, Byran, how would your readers and our listeners uh, contact you? So, uh, through Facebook, um, under Barbara Ann Wright, that's my author page. Um, or if you want to find me under my regular old person page, it's just Barbara Wright. Um, I talk to people through there, too, so it doesn't really matter. Um, on Twitter, Twitter, I am at Zendra, G-N-T, uh, Zendra, Z-E-N-D-R-A, uh, G and T, all one word. Okay. Um, gin and, and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> great and terrible, but now I will go for gin and tonic <laughs> as well. I think that's fun. Or uh, they can always get me through my website too, which is barbaranwright.com. Okay, great. So various ways they can get a hold of you. Yes. All right. That's good to know. So um, Barbara Ann, do you have any parting words for our listeners today uh just keep going whatever it is just just keep walking whether you're you're reading or writing or just trying to survive just keep putting one foot in front of the other great advice it's the only way to live life right right yep yeah get stagnant otherwise yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) just stand in stand in the same place yeah yeah well thank you so much for being with us today uh, Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, my pleasure to talk to you. Um, yeah, you too. Yeah. So um, that's all the time we have. And uh, I'm Anita Kelly. And thanks for joining Les Talk About Books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty. And stay safe out there, folks. <laughs>